because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Friday, y'all, as we are taping today. I am Scott Inez. Welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. You can find it most everywhere you get your podcast, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, WDBO app, and WDBO.com. And you also check me out on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 here in Orlando. Stream us there in the WDBO app. Well, the dangers of the synthetic opioid fentanyl have been in the headlines lately. And if you pay attention to the news, you can't miss it. I mean, these stories about fentanyl are everywhere. Here in Orlando, there was a major bust of 16 people being arrested for trafficking this stuff here in Central Florida earlier this week. Fentanyl right now is the leading cause of death for Americans aged 18 to 45. Let me say that again. Fentanyl is the leading cause of death for Americans 18 to 45 years of age. As a matter of fact, in 2020, it killed more Americans than car accidents, gun violence, suicide, and COVID. All right, this is deadly stuff. As a matter of fact, 50 times stronger than heroin, 100 times stronger than morphine. It's poison, and it continues to poison our streets here in America, and it continues to pour over our southern border in droves. Who's supplying it? How do we stop it? Those are some of the questions I pose to Andre Bailey today here on the podcast. Andre is the founder and the CEO of Project Opioid here in Orlando. Here's that conversation now. We keep getting story after story after story. Why do we continue to allow this story? off this deadly poison to come over the border and kill Americans, Andre? Scott, it's a great question. And with the number of fentanyl pills seized by law enforcement up 4,000%, 4,000%, that's the increase the DEA says uh, they've tracked in fentanyl pill seizures across um, their many channels. No, we've got to do more to stop this flow of drugs. I'm afraid, Scott, it's politics, as everything in your world is. Um, You know, uh, under the Trump uh, um, presidency, uh, there was a pushback on his policy on the southern border, and what that's turned into is a right, wrong, or indifferent, and open, more open border, and those floods, uh, those drugs are flooding across the border, and they're killing more people than we've ever seen before. And, Scott, like you just said, it's no longer... uh, those taking drugs, knowing what they're taking. You can think you're taking a prescription pill and you're actually taking a lethal dose of fentanyl. So we got to do more. How do we know? Like, like, how do we know we're not taking fentanyl when we go get a prescription at, at Walgreens or CVS? Okay. So if you go to Walgreens or CVS, I promise you, you're safe. Okay. But your question is valid. If you, if you are taking any kind of drug, a street drug like cocaine and heroin that you used to take for years and and play around with drugs, I can promise you that that definitely now has fentanyl. But Scott, if you're taking oxycodone, Adderall, Xanax, anything that looks like a prescription pill, but you got it from a friend, you know how we've passed, Mm -hmm. you know, prescription drugs around in this country out of our medicine cabinet cabinets for years. You can't do that anymore. And young people more than ever need to know if you're a parent out there, You need to know 
It, just say no to drugs might have been antiquated 30 years ago, but it is the philosophy we must teach our kids today because one pill can kill you, and most likely it's fentanyl now. 100,000 Americans will die from fentanyl. Um, we know that. It's probably over that this year, knowing what has gone on over the last two years with the pandemic. We've also talked to you about where this stuff is coming from. It's China. It's the cartels in Mexico. Are these people purposefully killing Americans with this stuff? Is, is that the, the ultimate plan here? Well, again, I don't think the Chinese government uh, or Mexico, if it even has a government left after the cartels have basically taken it over, I don't think they worry about killing people. But it's really, Scott, about dollars and cents. Fentanyl can just be produced for pennies on the dollar. I had heard, uh, again, from a DEA agent this week, that one kilo of fentanyl, one kilo, uh, could be diluted into over $20 million in drug profits in the United States if you can um, smuggle in one kilo. So it's simply that fentanyl is dirt cheap to produce because it's just chemicals. It's chemicals made in a laboratory, and you can put it in any substance that someone will take the high that they get, that those that are struggling with drugs, um, the high they get because these chemicals have been weaponized is, is also like we've never seen before. It's the most addictive drug that's ever hit the streets, but it also will kill you sometimes with one dose. And Scott, I don't know if, if you had seen this stat, but overdoses and deaths among those 24 years old and younger went up by 50% just last year alone. So this is this is young people dying in record numbers. Yeah, not only young people, we're, we're talking 18 to 45 here, Andre. Yeah, a lot of the folks, Scott, who were taking prescription pills for years, you know, we've really cracked down as a society on overprescribing drugs. Over the past three years, prescriptions for opioids, legal prescriptions from your doctor that you would pick up at Walgreens or CVS, those are actually down 60, 70%. These lawsuits have scared a lot of those pills out of the marketplace. But now so many folks in their 30s, 40s, 50s, Scott, turned to the streets and found this even more deadly drug. And, um, and, and many of them are losing their lives. Well, you mentioned the streets. I, I know I, I read a stat. Fentanyl is 100 times stronger than morphine, 15 times stronger than heroin. One person dies of fentanyl poisoning every eight minutes and 57 seconds. So you, you mentioned the street. The question remains, how is this drug finding its way into our communities here? It is coming from uh, across the southern border. And um, we've got to look at a sensible way to, to address this, you know, first of all, you know, we how do we enforce uh, our laws and make sure that, listen, we're not going to stop all of these drugs from coming in our country, but we can at least make it hard to get these drugs across our border. Another thing is, listen, we need to treat people, Scott, who are struggling with drugs, with love, with compassion. But if you're a drug dealer and you're knowingly dealing fentanyl, we need to enforce, create laws that puts you away for a very long time. These drug dealers know that they're uh, giving out drugs that kill people, Scott, but they're still doing it just to make money. So we need to have enforcement on drug dealers as well. And then for those struggling who don't want to take drugs anymore, Scott, we've got to have treatment available. There's not enough treatment available. Uh, a drug, an FDA-approved drug like naloxone, Narcan, can reverse an overdose 
every time. We need to make sure people have that as well. You mentioned enforcement. What about law enforcement? This is another thing that these poor people have to deal with, coming into contact with fentanyl, having to go to the hospital. We've heard many, many stories about that, even here in Orlando. Do you have to ingest fentanyl to get affected, or, or can it affect you even, even if you're near it? Well, you're going to have to ingest it, but in a situation where you're turning over someone's contents of their bag or Mm. opening their trunk, it's possible that it can be aerosolized. And now there's even more powerful forms of fentanyl. There's a new version of it called ISO. I don't know if you've heard of this one, Scott. ISO is a brand new version of fentanyl that has come from Chinese laboratories. That's 20 more times more powerful than fentanyl. So I, I feel for our law enforcement officers uh, because they're, they're having to interact with this dangerous drug. I would say, though, if law enforcement is carrying Narcan, Narcan will beat fentanyl every single time. Mm. So that's the, that's the safety our law enforcement has is carrying Narcan. But it is a scary proposition out there. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Narcan, I've, I've, I've heard you mention that a number of times. How important is it for law enforcement and, and really for a lot of folks to have Narcan nearby? It's wild that we are promoting everyone having Narcan, that they should have it at the movie theater, in restaurants. But Narcan is a clear fluid that has no impact on the human body if it's accidentally ingested. It's got a little kid could open up a packet of Narcan and ingest it. Nothing would happen. It's a clear fluid, but it works against uh, an overdose. It will stop an overdose. It will work against uh, what's happening to your brain if you get opioids in you. So whether it's law enforcement or whether it's just caring citizens trying to help others carry Narcan, it's important. Mm. Well, we, we got to put a stop to this, man. I mean, this poison is killing over 100,000 Americans every year. The number one cause of death, 18 to 45, that number is only going to go up. And it's just another in a long line of reasons that we got to we got to secure that southern border, man. I mean, I, I know this administration is flat out not concerned with the border, but it it's just absolutely maddening that this stuff continues to pour into this country. Andre, thank you for your time this morning. And, uh, you know, I'm going to call you here in, in another week or two to get another interview because we, we can't yeah. talk about this enough. We have the brand new data coming out uh, this next week on the deaths for Orange Osceola Seminole. And I, I've seen the data, Scott. It's not good. We've got to do more. I encourage leaders to reach out to us at Project Opioid to me uh, and talk to me about getting involved in helping people. And by the way, to get Narcan, the antidote for fentanyl overdoses, go to everyonecampaign.org. That's everyonecampaign.org. Thanks to the founder and CEO of Project Opioid, Andre Bailey. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says Podcast. Hope you have a great weekend. By the way, you can find me on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.